Thank you for joining me on Humanities Radio. I'm Janet Cunningham with the University of Utah College of Humanities. Today, in celebration of Halloween, we'll hear from two of our graduate students as they share their eeriest written works. These students are part of a group called Working Dog, a reading series featuring the most engaging and fresh poems and prose coming out of the Department of English Creative Writing Program. These works were composed for a special Halloween series known as Scary Dog. Hello, my name is Nina Fang and I am a doctoral candidate in the Department of Writing and Rhetoric Studies at the University of Utah. Today I'll be reading a story called The Grief Eater that I wrote. The title is by my friend Myung McFalls Schwartz. This is a story of the witch in the woods. Every Friday the villagers gave her an offering. They opened their stomachs and hooked their fingers around the writhing end of a black string, pulled it taut and ripped it with their teeth. With blood flowering on their mouths, they gathered at the opening of a small cave, shadowed in the dense trees. Working their slick strings together, they wounded into a ball, leaving it on the ground. They did not know what the witch did with the strings. If they did not leave an offering, they knew she would come to their doors. But the village was running out of string. Some dug deep into the muscle, desperately feeling for moving twine, and there was none left. They began to look for travelers, lost children, silently filtering into other villages at night. There were times those bodies held string, but some were absent of it as well. One morning, someone woke without a heart, and their family mourned the body, a sunken hole in her chest, open eyes. The witch had come in the night. She needed more string. When there was death in the village, everyone began to create more string. The villagers decided they would not wait for the witch to come to them. They contemplated the elderly, and so they burned one of the oldest villagers. Yet, strings still did not come forth in abundance. Only the loss of a child made the strings spew, slippery spools reeling deep within each villager's body. No family wanted to relinquish their children, so everyone marked their children's names on paper and slipped them into a bowl to be chosen. One by one, as the years went by, the children were burned in the cave as they all watched, feeling the string gather wildly within them. They are all so much older now. It has been decades. And on this day, as they watch a burning, the string is still. There is no movement, no snaking black strands twisting into their throats, strangling their bellies. They nod in understanding and wait in their beds for the witch. They watch the dawn creep over the mountains, light pooling beneath the doors. They lie in their beds as the sun sweeps high into the sky, falling again as night drapes over them. But she does not come that night or the nights that follow. 
The villagers, they wait. They gather in a circle and lie with their chests facing the sky. They offer her anything she wants, but she is gone. They lost everything long ago. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jasmine Kalik. I am a PhD student in creative writing, poetry, and I'm from Northern California where some of these poems take place. Portraits. Once for three minutes straight, I watched that little brown bird throw itself again and again into the side mirror of my car. I did not move. In bluer hours, hills black green, I could die driving that road. Vasco, possibly Crow. I could have died a long time ago. I've seen myself slink and bruise up and down my hall, long hair, no face. She is the pulp of me. She and I waiting. I had that dream again. Fantasies of other forms, of big skirts, big sleeves, and throats blushed like raw steak, I've seen. In some other time, in some other place, I would shoot ducks, each of them, with my name. Portrait, The Evans When we were younger and I had only one face, I remember sitting with your very big dog, pulling up grass and pinching slivers through my pierced ears as you tied them into hoops. Your father keeps asking after me and it makes me dream about stables and you killing sick horses. When you come to lead the next away, air hangs around you differently. I haven't been myself either. I like my meat rarer these days. I wonder about wives and if I had the guts to be yours. I never wanted to, but I can thread a needle with my eyes pinned shut, sit all night in cotton and felt stuffing animals and guns, our daughter's initials on every body and every barrel. What I'm saying is, there are three or more versions of my face out there, in wet knives, in dark storefronts. Have you seen them? I won't ask if you like them. I don't care if you do. My real body in wheat, dragging west, somewhere horses. Atreanie, or Despair. In February snow, a gash of noise, like Euripides, women translated into vowels long and low, threatens to open wide my body, feral and foregone, a slow spilling, the tailored glacier, leaky mouth, poured wine. Last night in Russia, black snow fell in pieces soft and beautiful. I nearly believed that clouds meant more, and heaven was, and the crows all there, in pieces shed their bodies, beautiful, unspeakably so. And lastly, Invierno 3, or Winter 3. 
I'm tired of sheeping. How boring to be good. The head gets heavy. I can only feel this ribbon brush against my throat so long, you know. One day I'll untie it, I know. Let the whole thing roll off. That was Nina Fang and Jasmine Kalik sharing their works written for the series Working Dog. For more information about the College of Humanities, visit humanities.utah.edu and don't forget to subscribe to Humanities Radio.